That's really awesome. What are some of your goals heading into 2020? I want to call my family every day. Like, I want to stop using the word busy because uh, I feel yeah. like the word, oh, I'm too busy. No, I'm not. I'm fucking an Instagram model. Like, what the <laughs> f I have to post a picture of myself on a fucking in LA living my best life. Like, yes, I can answer the phone. Welcome back into another episode of Living Large. It feels good to say that, guys. We got a good old fashioned interview for you today. And on the interview is the beautiful five foot ten IG model, Katie. wannabe actress, Katie Bell. Hi. <laughs> Hopefully, she'll be an actress very soon. Uh, we talked a lot, a lot about her upbringing in Florida, some of the things that she struggled with, um, her life with Dan Bilzerian, and working with Ignite. And we talked about some of your fears uh, upcoming in 2020 and, and in your career and whatnot. Guys, drop a comment down below. What are some things that, that you guys fear that maybe we can talk about on the next episode and help you guys out with? Uh, really good episode today. Drop a like, please, if you're watching on YouTube. And if you're listening on a podcast app, please rate us five stars. Let's get into another episode of... The Tim and Joe. Living Large! <laughs> Did I get it wrong? <laughs> We're back, baby. With our first guest in a very long time besides George and Trisha, Miss Katie Bell. Hi. Round of applause. Thank you for being on. You're welcome. Thank you for having me. I just want to preface this episode and let you guys know that Katie is very, very nervous. She's never been the star <laughs> of a show. Um, and she took two shots of vodka prior to <laughs> this. So if she falls over, that's because she's wasted. No. <laughs> How are you? You came from getting your iPhone fixed. How'd you crack your screen? Um, <laughs> I like kind of threw my phone and I got mad and it like hit the wall. Wait, why'd you throw your phone? I was upset. At? I can't tell A boy? You. No. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> so a little bit of background on you. I did some research. I oh saw. God. Oh, look at you put, pulling out your gum. Okay. Sorry. Uh, I saw that the guy that does the Before They Were Famous, he did oh a video God. on you. So I, I got a little research on you. Born in Palm Harbor, Florida. <laughs> Where, let's talk about that because he showed a video. He kind of made it seem like it wasn't a very nice place. Yeah, I saw with like the rain and yeah, stuff. Yeah, he's like, well, there's an RV park right here. And that's like the one part that's really shitty. But once <laughs> you keep going down, it's a little bit better. And it's like little palm trees. And there's like, I live actually in Tarpon, Tarpon? Springs, which okay. is like on a dock and stuff. So like Oh, so you lived on the water? Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. But I did go to school at Palm Harbor. <laughs> did you like growing up in Florida? Um, I did like growing up in Florida because I met a lot of good people and I feel like it taught me a lot about myself because it's a like kind of like a nowhere land if you think about it. What do you mean? Everyone goes there to die. It's like God's Oh, because oh, retirement. <laughs> yeah. She's not so morbid. <laughs> I mean, everyone goes there to die. No, that's true. I mean, a lot of people go there like retirees because there's no like state income tax, right? Yeah, I have no idea about anything yeah. about taxes. Don't ask me <laughs> um, about that. Yeah, I know a few people that have moved there. A lot of people out here in LA are actually from Florida. Wait. Yeah, I feel like like Abby Weatherington. Uh -huh. She, I met her, and she's from Florida. Like my landlord's from Florida. Like everybody's from Florida. So tell this story about your landlord and your dad. What do you mean? Didn't didn't your dad used to live like in the same place you're living now? Oh and you no. Didn't okay, so my dad used. He has nothing to do with my landlord, but oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my dad is was in the Marines, and he lived, like, right off the street that I'm living off of, like, just a couple streets over when he was, like, 19. And, like, in I'm LA? In L.A., yeah, right off in Studio City. Like, I'm not going to name the street because I'm not even following me, yeah. <laughs> but it's right over there, and I'm like, what the heck? Because I never even knew my dad lives in California. Mm -hmm. Isn't that weird? Yeah, why did he move back? Or is he from Florida? And then no, he's from, like, he was born in Paris, and then oh, he moved to Kentucky. <laughs> Big difference, yeah. I know. <laughs> but if he didn't move to Kentucky, then he wouldn't have had me, so Kentucky, right. woo. But, <laughs> um, yeah, and that's pretty much it, and then... To Florida. I don't know why I came to Florida. I think my Nana got married, and then that's how I came about. Right. Okay. So in, in my research that I was doing, you used to work at like a vape shop. What was it called? Like lizard juice. Or lizard some shit? juice. <laughs> why did you get that job? <laughs> why? I mean, I don't what know. Is I was juice? eighteen. I had no job. Lizard juice is a vape company. Does it still exist? I think so. I don't know. <laughs> I haven't heard from them in a while. They still try to get me to like post for them now. They're like, hey, how you doing, Katie? Yeah. I'm like, okay, no. But anyways, it's a vape company. And um, I started off working at like a little kiosk in the mall mm -hmm. as like like running the kiosk, like selling e-cigarettes to people who are trying to quit smoking. And then I became a manager. 
Okay. And then I moved to the corporate office. I worked there for five years, by the way. At what age? Like 18? Uh, I started when I was 18, yeah. So how long have you been out in L.A.? Because you're only 24 now. For like a little bit over a year. Oh, so you're fresh. You're a baby. Yeah. Well, no, I like to think that I'm not a baby here anymore. Because I'm not doing the stupid shit anymore. But like. Yeah, we'll get into that in a little bit. Oh but God. <laughs> but yeah. yeah, Lizard Juice, vape company. And um, I, w- I got all the way up to being the... Uh, had a customer service and director of social media. Mm-hmm. And then I came to L.A. randomly because I never thought that I would even be here. Right, right. So, obviously, I mean, everybody knows your background. And if you guys are unfamiliar, you used to be uh, an Ignite model mm-hmm. and with Dan Bilzerian. Yeah. And you guys dated, yeah? Yeah. Openly. Mm-hmm. Um, and one thing I think is really cool about you is, like, I know, like, a lot of people when they break up and they, like, like you know, like, don't date that person anymore. Yeah. They talk shit about them. Yeah. But you've never been one to like talk shit about Dan and you're always like super grateful and show like so much gratitude towards him. Yeah. Why is that? Because um, I feel like, like, first of all, I wouldn't be where I am today right. without him. Thankful for him for that. Also, because I feel like him and I just had a special like connection where we're like, even if we were to break up, we're mm. still going to be friends forever. Like, right, right. He's like one of those people that will be in my life forever. We don't mm. agree on a lot of things, <laughs> but um, yeah, he's a good person and I'm grateful for him. Yeah, that's really awesome. I mean, I've only met him one time, but very nice guy to me. Yeah, he's I went cool. to his party. I saw you there. Yeah. Um, but that's really cool. That's something I think that's very rare. I feel like out here, especially like if people like want to cut people off yeah. and like talk shit about them. He's from Florida too. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I think that's really cool of you. I think a lot of, a lot of people, I mean, you kind of. You're kind of shy when you first when I first meet you, and you're like kind of. Sh- I feel like I am like that. Well, you're not shy now that I know you. Yeah. But I feel like you're a little shy right now because I'm like interviewing you. I am. Is it weird to like because we're friends? So now I'm like not acting as your friend. So is that weird to you? I don't know. Like I'm still so weird. Like behind the camera. That's why I like vlogging for me. I'm like what? But just act as if the cameras I'm, aren't here, and we're having. I'm trouble. trying because this is me getting to know you too. Really? We haven't really gotten to know each other. We I just know, hung out, had a good time, true. whatever. I've told you something. Yeah, you've told me a little bit. Um, did you know, fun fact about you, your name, Katie Bell, is a character in Harry Potter? Yeah, I did know that. Oh, fuck, you knew that. Yeah. Well, let me read something about this character in Harry Potter and oh, tell God. me if you resonate with this character all at right. all. Any of these things. Katie was a friendly person who was very interested in Quidditch. She was also kind and gentle. Harry Potter once noted that of the Quidditch pitch, she wouldn't hurt a fly. Furthermore, she disliked those who had a pure blood as- uh, obsession. Katie believed that there were no difference between pure bloods and muggleborns, as she became particularly angry with Malfoy, called Hermione a mudblood, showing her to be very tolerant of individuals of different blood statuses. Katie was also brave and determined. Since she was sorted into Gryffindor House and was a member of Dumbledore's army, she's courageous. Yeah. Do you, do you resonate with that? I feel like you Everything resonate with Everything besides the blood stuff. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because, like, I feel like I am brave. Like, I came out to L.A. Yeah. You know, I feel like that's brave. Um, I feel like I am gentle, but I'm not always gentle. Yeah. <laughs> I can be aggressive. I mean, depends. I've never seen your aggressive side, so from what I know of you, you're gentle. <laughs> cool. Well, good. I hope you think that way. <laughs> um, was that something hard for you to do, to move out here? Because when I moved out here, there was no question. It was like, bam, I'm moving out here. I didn't even think about it. Um, That's a good question because, like, I don't know. I kind of, like, just did it. Yeah, I was scared, but, like, I knew somewhere, like, even before, like, I moved out to L.A. that I wasn't going to be in Florida forever, and why is that? Why didn't you want to be in Florida forever? I don't know. Some I felt like that just wasn't like where I was supposed to be. Like, you know, what you feel like right somewhere. Like, yeah, I always felt like out of place. Like all of my friends and boyfriends wanted different things. Like they wanted to settle down, and have kids and get right. pregnant. I'm like, <laughs> no, thank you. I'm good. And like, I feel like I just wanted more in life because I feel like I had not the best childhood. So like mm-hmm. I've always wanted more and I've always had dreams. And, like, when I had the opportunity to move here, I was like, hell yeah. But it was easy moving out here. Like, that was fine, packing up my shit and leaving Florida. Mm -hmm. But, like, actually being here, like, away from my family after a while is hard. But, like, after you, like, kind of, you know, adjust, it's better. But I'm still adjusting. It's still hard. But, yeah, getting out of there was easy. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, no, I mean, a lot of – it's it's a good thing to talk about, I think, for, like, a lot of listeners because everyone, I mean – 
I mean, a lot of people that listen would love to, you know, move out to LA and pursue yeah. social media and pursue whatever acting, whatever it is to offer in Los Angeles. And it's, it's always interesting to hear people's like stories on why they moved out here and if they were comfortable doing it. Um, why is it, do you think that you didn't want to go like the traditional route of like go to college and settle down with your high school sweetheart and have kids and stay like, you know, in the same hometown? Well, I don't know. Like, like, did like, was it Dan approaching you that opened up that opportunity and that door? Or was it something uh, that you were like exploring before that opportunity came about? Like, I've always felt that way. Like, I've literally always felt like I wanted to do more and I've never wanted to really be in relationships with anybody and I feel like, I don't know. It wasn't just Dan. It's just something you know in, like, your heart, I guess. It's just how I felt. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you mentioned your family. I, I, I read something that your your dad had cancer? Um, yeah, he had cancer um, in his lymph nodes. It's like the doctor said if you're going to get cancer, it's, like, the best kind to get. Oh, okay, cool. It's because it's easier to, like, they know how to, like, get rid of it and stuff. But, yeah, he had cancer for a year, and he went through chemo and stuff. And it, he had, like, gray hair, and his hair grew back brown, like, and longer. Oh, what? I was like, what the fuck, Dad? You look good. <laughs> yeah. Well, Isn't he's cancer-free now, yeah? Yeah, cancer-free now. That's and awesome. so is my mom. Cancer so yeah. just runs in my family. Oh, wow. Um, so, that, so I wanted to talk about that, if you're comfortable talking about that. You yeah. mentioned you didn't have, like, a solid upbringing. What is it that you mean by that? Because I'm sure, you know, um, I, I, for one... Great upbringing. You know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, we all have our, my parents are extremely Catholic, very, yeah. very religious. Um, so I was definitely disciplined pretty hard. But I'm sure people, you know, a lot of people have tough upbringings and they don't think that they can hey, maybe make it out of their hometown or make it out of their situation. Yeah. But like, I mean, you're a prime example of there is hope. Yeah, you know absolutely. That's like my goal is to like, you know, change somebody's life because for me, like I didn't have a mom growing up. Like, mm-hmm. My mom, like, we're still in each other's life, but, like, she abandoned us when mm-hmm. we were a kid, when me and my sister were kids, and my dad was there for me. But, like, my dad couldn't take care of me, so then we lived with my grandma and grandpa, and then it's just, like, kind of, like, not having that mom figure really does affect kids when they're, when they're just right. born, that attachment they need. But I feel like that's, not, I'm grateful for everything, though, because um, I feel like it's, I'm special in that case because it's made me stronger, and I feel like I'm more of, like, I don't know. I feel like that's also made me like why I want to do more in life too, so I can like, you know, change other people's lives. But I don't really want to talk about it. No, yeah, that's, too that's much. T- yeah, but like it is something that I do. Like when I'm more like comfortable, like talking behind the camera and stuff. Like, um, I'll talk about more because I do hope to change somebody's life. But I just think everyone should know that no matter what you're going through, like, there's always a way out. You just gotta like do it. You know, mm-hmm. it's just a mindset. It literally is. Yeah, and you talked about. With me, your mom's recently entered back into your life. Yeah, yeah. Her and I actually, like, every, like, Friday we send, like, ten things we're grateful for. Um, Because I read somewhere that it, like, cures depression. And I feel like she's my mom. (coughs) Excuse me. Mm -hmm. She's my mom. So, like, I love her and I don't want to, like, have any resentment. Right. So, like, yeah, we talk every day. Like, she's my best friend. That's really awesome. I think that's super important because I think, especially out here, you can, like, Forget what you're grateful for, and you can take a lot of things for granted, especially, I'm sure you've had a lot of cool opportunities, you know, working with Ignite, with traveling, and just, mm-hmm. like, the house you lived in, yeah. like, just a very luxurious life, and it's really important to, like, sit back and be like, because, like, I, I've brought people out here from Ohio, and they're like, whoa, this is fucking crazy. Yeah, they like, want to live here. <laughs> like, and you just mentioned you, your brother is yeah. coming out to visit, and you're like, I don't know if I want to go out with him. Like, He's going to never want to leave. I know. But you got an extra room. <laughs> I'm going to stay. Yeah. yeah um, no, no, but that's no. really cool that you do that. I yeah, think I need I think to. everyone should do that. Everyone. Ten things are grateful for. What is something you're grateful for? Um, I'm grateful for being in L.A. Hold the mic closer. Your, <laughs> I'm grateful for being in L.A., and that's like a new one for me because I kind of started to hate LA because of just like a lot of things I went through. Even after like a whole, just one year? There's just some things that have happened where I'm yeah. like, holy shit. Because <laughs> like in Florida, people like nobody's like out to get something from you, you know? Right, right. And like here, I, I don't know, I stopped being grateful for it, but now I am grateful for it because like it is, like you said earlier, like a lot of people would want to be here and stuff. So I'm learning to be more grateful for being here and minus all the bullshit, you know, I'm mm-hmm. just going to focus on myself and take this opportunity that I have and just be very grateful for it and do good things with it. Right. I think especially when you talk about like 
people are out to get something, right? Mm. I think that that all comes down to perspective in yeah. a way. You could look at it like that. But if you just, I think, I think the thing that's always been in my head is like successful people don't worry about other people. So even if people are trying to use you, like, yeah, you don't want them to walk all over you, but like, if you're successful, you're not going to worry about them. Yeah, you know exactly. No, I agree. Um, I'm and that's just very like, se- I'm very just a caring person. I like, know you are, yeah. But like, I'm trying to just like, I'm growing every day. So mm-hmm. like, I realize that you can only help so many people. Like, you have to help yourself, you know? Right, right. But I'm finally at like, I think that point in my life, which everybody has to get to that point. And now I'm like, all right, fuck, I can't, like, be worrying about everybody else. You know? Right. It's yeah, no, I'm way. the same way. I, like, I always want to make sure and go out of my way that everyone's, like, good. Yeah, I and know you are like that. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of times where I, like, lose track of myself. And, like, mm-hmm. I think I'm in the same in s- stage as you right now. Like, I went home for Thanksgiving, and I was just like, damn, I, I, w- I really was in the same position as you about L.A. I was like, fuck, I don't know if I want to live here anymore. Mm-hmm. Like... I'm al- I live alone. I'm lonely. Like I don't Aww. have anyone in my family here. And then I went home and I was like, it reminded me <laughs> that home is much shittier yeah, than Los Angeles. That's so, true. so I was like, damn, I need to come back and work so much harder. That's why I've been back yeah. on my I've been back in the gym, 5 30 a.m. waking up, back on my meal plan, like working, finally posting vlogs again. Yeah. Like, and that's what makes that it like it yeah. reminded me why I moved out here yeah. in the first place. And, like, you need that. Um, you really do. But, like, I don't know. It's, like, you have to grind before you can get to where you want to be happy. You know? Yeah, like absolutely. It's not easy to be successful. Like, people that are successful do the things that other people don't want to do. Mm-hmm. So, like, if I'm feeling sad because I'm lonely, like, tough like tough up. Like, yeah. I have to, like, get over that. It's, like, no, doesn't matter. Like, move on. 100%. Like, step forward every day. But I'm, like, getting back to that, like, motivation. It's just harder, I feel like, because I literally dropped everything mm-hmm. literally just dropped out and then i came out here and i was like what the fuck what, what was that know? like because you came out here and i'm sure you didn't know anyone um i so i had abby abby rayo okay um rice gum girls rice gums girlfriend um she and i moved out here at the same exact time and you knew each other we just met like one time at a party got it so then we moved out but how did you get to that party like for someone like like for <laughs> me for like no this is like yeah. a real life thing like people want to move out here yeah for me example i moved out here i didn't have any friends i got on tinder to meet girls just yeah, so i had really? someone to talk to That's yeah awesome. um but so how did you go to a party already you just moved here well i knew dan so okay, I, okay. I met dan because i sent him a little dm <laughs> <laughs> and he oh, responded you his? You his. yeah you responded bro i was like what the fuck <laughs> it's like dan bilzerian responded to your message because i had my notifications on then i was like yeah ah! like through my phone and then um but abby like she like wanted to do something for like an event it was like one of these parties for an event and i happened to be there because of dan mm-hmm. it was like a business thing and i met her there and then we became like really close and then I was like, you want to just move to L.A. together because I needed a roommate. And we both kind of were just like, fuck it, like risk everything because right. like, why not? We don't have kids. We don't have nothing holding us back. So we came out here and it was hard because we both kind of went our separate ways because we have different paths. Mm-hmm. But um, we always stuck together. Um, yeah. And then you just kind of I'm just a mingler. Like when I'm out, right. like on camera, I'm a little bit shy. But like if there's like a group of people around and with my friends, like I'll make friends, you know. But, like, it's easy. It's just you got to be careful what friends you're making. That's Yeah, that's actually funny because when I first met you, it's always interesting out here because I feel like everyone knows who everyone mm-hmm. is. Like, I knew who you were on Instagram, obviously, and you were hanging out with my friends. Mm-hmm. But you, ex- I expect, like, I don't know when I expected when I met you, like, oh, you're Katie Bell. Like, mm-hmm. you're Ignite, like, Stop. face of Ignite, all this <laughs> stuff. I was like... I don't know how you're going to be, but you were super, like, personable and approachable. Yeah, was I was dope. approachable. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm very, like, every time I meet, like, a fan or something, I just give them a hug. Like, what's yeah. your name? <laughs> you're super chill. <laughs> I don't know. I just love everybody. Um, But you're not, you're not doing it night anymore, right? Uh, No, I'm just, just because I want to do more mainstream and stuff. Right. And, like, it's not, I can't get brand deals if I'm working mm. for a cannabis company. <laughs> yeah. But, like, I still support Ignite. I still smoke Ignite. Right. Smoke Ignite. But, like, I just have to, I just want to do more, you know? And what does that look like for you? Like, what is, what is more to you than, you know, what you've been previously doing? Uh, more. Because you're on billboards and stuff. You're everywhere. Like, Well, I don't know. I feel like I want to have kind of, like, I want to do more going on trips and, like, vlogging and stuff and, like, um, trying to make money and, like, for my family and stuff. And, like, I don't know, following my dreams, like, acting, singing. Everybody mm-hmm. can say they want to do that stuff, you know? Right. I just feel like I have to hustle to get there. 
But I don't know. One day at a time. One thing at a time. I'm just going to... Anything that I do, I want to, like, love what I do, you know? So until I get there, I don't know. I'm still kind of floating around, figuring it out. What are some things, you know, because of the outside world, I think Instagram and social media makes it look like we have this perfect life and everything's fucking rainbows and butterflies and so great. What are some things that you struggle with that, you know, maybe people don't see, that you don't throw on the gram, that you don't talk about, that you just... Mm. What are some things? I feel like... Feeling alone, really, because, and yes, we have, like, friends and Mm -hmm. stuff and, like, people on the internet, but, like, the internet really does kind of make you feel kind of like you have, I don't know, it's so hard to explain, as in, like, you you get portrayed as, like, this kind of person that you're not, in a way. Um, From the outside world, you're saying? Yeah, from the outside world, and then you also, for yourself, you feel like, if you don't, I don't know. Like, how people in real life think of you and, like, Instagram. You see what I'm... I don't know. I can't explain it. It's like... Don't Why know. don't you showcase more of, like, who you are in real life on your Instagram? Because I feel like, also, I don't want to say the wrong things. That's another thing. Like, this all happens so quickly. Right, right. So that's another thing people don't realize is, like, I don't really know what's going on. So people are like, oh, you don't have a personality. You don't do this. I'm like, yeah. I don't fucking know what to say. Right, <laughs> like, right. What am I going to say? Hi, I'm doing this today. Like, I don't really think that I'm that special to do that. Um, but like, I feel like people are kind of a little bit mean on the internet and just assume like, because you have fake boobs, like you're not smart or you're, yeah. you know, but everybody's just a person, you know, I feel like everyone should just be nicer. <laughs> yeah, I think. 100% on I don't that. know if I went off topic with that question. No, no, no. no. <laughs> but like, that's definitely, I think, something that a lot of people struggle with, especially yeah. if you have an insecurity and you, like, see a comment about that insecurity, then, like, in the fucking back mm. of your mind, you're like, fuck, like, they think that about me, and I already thought that about yeah. me. Yeah. So, like, yeah, it, it definitely can affect you. But I think with, like, with your personality or, or whatever you said, you, like, you don't know what you want to do or yeah. don't know how to vlog or whatever. I think... Yeah just from my advice and from my experience, like I started the same way. Like I filmed like five vlogs before I posted a first vlog. And looking back at that first vlog that I actually posted is terrible. (laughs) And the first five practice vlogs were fucking horrible. It's just something you kind of have to figure out as you go. You know, it's like Mm -hmm. you get, you could like watch other people and observe them. And like, it's like, you kind of, you can't really have a coach to tell you what to do. I don't really even like, to see like what everybody else is doing because i feel like then i'll like try to like make it exactly like that you Mm -hmm. know and i don't want to do that so i've been just trying to just do some videos but it's just coming out really well yeah i mean you've showed me footage and it's funny yeah i don't know you just gotta do you just gotta do it i think that like i'm just nervous that's another thing people don't realize about me is that i'm low-key like shy but i'm not shy i don't know i just don't shy on first impression but not when people get to know you yeah in my opinion I need to work on that, like, because who really gives a shit? But I don't know. I don't feel like everyone deserves to see the real me. Because <laughs> it's great. <laughs> um, did you go back for Thanksgiving? No, I didn't. No, but are you going back for Christmas? Yes, I am. I'm going right. until, like, the 3rd of January. I'm so going- here's my question, because we talk about L.A. being fake and people in L.A. being fake, right? The whole outside perception of L.A. is like, oh, everybody's fake as fuck, right? Mm-hmm. When you go back to Palm Harbor, Florida... Population 60,000, RV park <laughs> on the corner. Do people treat you differently now? I feel famous. And, like, I never felt like I really had friends. Like, it would, I would, like, try to hang out with people, and it would be, like, nobody wanted to hang out with me. And now back in I, high school? Back in high school. Like, I never got invited to the parties. I didn't make the cheerleading team. Same. I was like, why? Not I'm that told. I didn't make the cheerleading I back team. Back spot, whatever. <laughs> I didn't get invited to parties, and I didn't make the baseball team. And, like, I feel like guys were kind of just, like, they would pretend to like me. And then, like, I remember one time, like, I even hooked up with a guy. Like, I really, really liked him. And then we hooked up. And then, not, like, having sex. Like, hook, you know, hooking up was, like, making out back then. <laughs> but, back like, then. that was in, like, 10th grade. And then he was, like, oh, well, um, he just, like, stopped talking to me. Like, he used me. And it was For just really shitty. Sesh. Yeah, it was really shitty. And I feel like now that, like, I'm out here... <laughs> They're all, like, in my DMs, like, what's up? And I'm like, I remember when I, like, had the biggest crush on you. You didn't look twice at me, bro. Mm-hmm. Out of here. Fuck That's that. one thing. Yeah, I mean, because my brother, he says stuff like, oh, LA's fake as fuck. Everybody mm-hmm. out there is fake. 
But then I, I thought about that. I was like, there's so many times, like I said, like I wasn't invited to parties back in high school and I didn't make the baseball team and people didn't fuck with me. And then I came out here and I started to grow a little following and now I'm fa- famous. I'm putting that in air quotes for you guys listening. <laughs> and then I go home and everybody's like, wants to hang out. They're like, what are you doing tonight? They're inviting me to stuff. It's so fun. it's like, <laughs> yeah, it's dope. But also it's like, LA isn't the only place that's fake. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like fakeness exists everywhere, but it's just about how you look at it. And I think that for the outside world to say that LA is fake is like, you got to like look at your people too you know yeah. like not They're everybody's all trying to ride the way yeah and even even when i think back to like you know high school and like uh like in the neighborhood right mm-hmm. like like you couldn't let the neighbors know about like drama in the family or yeah like, they would oh, tell on like, you oh they're going through a divorce and then like you know what i'm saying yeah. like everyone's like everybody's to, fake everybody's yeah. fake to an extent they try to hide things <laughs> and i think what's cool about me at least, and, and a lot of vloggers, is we don't really hide a lot. And that, in my opinion, is not as, a, as little fakeness as you could be. Like, yeah. everyone knows every. They know when I lost my virginity. They know, <laughs> like, my birthday. They know where I live. Yeah. Like, all, they know where I've lived and who I've dated, all these things. Like, I've showed them me. Yeah, exactly. And I think that that's the most important thing to be successful on social media in today's day and age people just want to know more and more and more that's like the podcast that's why you're <laughs> on because people want to know more yeah i guess that's true people everyone's trying to know something but like i don't know i enjoy it because it was i never got to feel that way in high school so now i'm like yeah everyone knows oh, i love me. it i love going <laughs> i'm not home. gonna lie yeah. it's nice <laughs> yeah it is really really nice um but i i would never like ever hang out with them like unless it was at a bar yeah. like fuck that shit yeah I went we're to not a getting lunch or crazy story anything. when I, I went back for thanksgiving guys i haven't talked to you since i went out to a bar in cleveland <laughs> with people from my hometown and i got in a f- i got fucking almost beat up i didn't tell you this story today you did i think no, I ordered an Uber. For oh no, all of you us. didn't. No, you yeah, didn't. I ordered an Uber for all of us, and I'm standing outside the bar in Cleveland downtown, and I open the door to the Uber. It's like a town and country SUV or like one of those minivans. I got it for the group of people. I open the door and six people just get in, random ass people. I'm like, what hey, did you do? My head is my Uber. They're like, no, it's not. I go, yeah, it is. Look at the license plate. It's the same thing. It's this car. They're like, no, they wouldn't get out of my Uber. So I'm like talking to the guy in the front. I'm like, hey man, it's kind of messed up. Like this is my Uber. Like. And you're not going to get anywhere. You were in the front seat. Like the, the guy the guy was sitting in the front seat. Oh, and he shit. rolled down his window. And I was like, dude, like, this is my Uber. He's like, nah. I'm like, yeah, it is. He's like, we're not getting out. I was like, I mean, you're not going to go anywhere because I'm going to cancel it. Like, so you're, the guy's not going to take you. <laughs> uh, dude grabs me by the neck. Like, what the fuck? Yeah, he's strangling me. The girl in the back seat reaches through the front seat and starts punching me in the face. Fuck no. Swear to God, on my life. Oh my God. Guess what I'm doing the whole time? What? Laughing. How are you laughing? I, don't, I was drunk and also like, I don't know, I just was laughing. And my friend, I asked him the next day, I was like, yo, like, did I punch him back? He's like, no. Well, all, <laughs> you, all you were saying the whole time was... Hit me, you fucking pussy. <laughs> you won't fucking hit me. Fucking You're punch me. You're such an instigator. So, well, I think well, the reason... Because I've always been told, like, the person to throw the first punch is, like, accountable. Yeah, so, like, you are. like, if he punched me first, then I could hit him back. Yeah, self-defense. And, like, yeah, in my head, I was like, oh, this guy's sitting in the front seat with a seatbelt on. If he punches me in the face, he's not going to really be able to get far. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I was just telling him to hit me. He never hit me. He let go. And then I just started to laugh. And then uh, I was like, dude, come on. And I was like, all right, you guys can go. And then I just canceled the Uber and then ordered a new Uber. And then oh I, I got to my friend's house and my chain was off and like he ripped it off and into his car, into the Uber. So I called the Uber and I was like, yo, like I need this chain. Poor guy. Yeah. And he, I was like, I'm not going to like report you for this, f- me being beat up by people that were in my Uber because the Uber driver didn't even try to do anything. Oh my God, really? He was just like letting the, I'm like, dude, I was like Uber driver. Like he probably didn't want to get his ass yeah. beat. What the fuck? Like, this is my Uber. He's like, and I was like, so then he came back, he gave me the chain and yeah, that was my story. Oh my God. That's awful. That's yeah. scary. I would have beat that bitch's ass. I know you would have. <laughs> I think even if face. like George was with me or anyone, like yeah. they would have fought, but I'm not a fighter. I'm a lover. Uh-huh. <laughs> Alrighty then. But uh, that's my crazy Cleveland story. Um, that's nice. You know, you like in the news, there's always like, there used to be that trend going around where it was like, 
type in Florida man in your oh, birthday. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm sure you do you have any crazy weird Florida stories? Me like that I've done or that, that I've you've done or you've seen Oh, or? there's this girl. I think she like went to like a high school like an hour away from mine and she like got pulled over for having like cocaine and stuff in her car and she like told asked the officer, she's like, Can I please suck your dick to like not <laughs> go to jail? <laughs> And, like, it went all over the news. Because, <laughs> like, that's illegal. So she went to jail. Wait, for, like, for at, bribing? Yeah. <laughs> so the guy was like, no? Yeah. <laughs> she's gross. God, oh. she's probably listening to this. But like, Do you know her? I know of her. <laughs> that is insane. Yeah, like, that was just, I remember that going around Florida. I was like, what the fuck? Did but you like, uh, ever get arrested or anything? Or no, have you ever been arrested? No. One time I had to do community service. <laughs> <laughs> and that because me and my sister i was like i think it was like in sixth grade and she was in eighth grade and i me and my friend were having a sleepover and we realized she like went out like snuck out mm-hmm. like let's go follow them so we like followed them and she snuck went, out of your sleepover out of like like her so we were both having like a separate sleepover got it got it and then like we followed them because we thought it'd be fun and like we followed them to a park and we didn't even know what like alcohol and drinking was and i was like mm-hmm. oh, what is that and like we were just starting drinking alcohol. Like at, you were? I wasn't. My friend oh. was. She got so drunk that I lost her. But anyways, we were at a park after dark, and um, the cops came, and they had, like, dogs and stuff because if you're trespassing, like, they bring dogs. So you don't uh-huh. know. And my sister got away, and I got caught. And I was like, my sister, Ashley Other Bell, is in there, and it's fine if we can't find her because I know where she lives with me. <laughs> we both had to do community. So you ratted her out? Yeah. <laughs> Why would you rat out your sister? Because I don't want to get in trouble by myself. It's scary. So, like, we didn't get any, like, charges or anything. We just had to do community service. And I did it at a library. And it was awesome. I had so much fun. Wow. A library. They took it light I never, ever would be in trouble with the cops again after that. It scared the hell out of me. What do you think? I know you're a big marijuana advocate. I, for one, don't smoke weed. We all know that. I, yeah, I hate <laughs> it. Um, you I'm, live in a non-smoking building. Yeah. Um... Do you think marijuana should be legal everywhere? Um, I think so, yes, because I don't think, I think if alcohol is legal everywhere, I think weed should be legal everywhere because Mm -hmm. weed has never killed anybody as alcohol has because liver failure, you know, all that fun stuff. And it also makes people depressed and angry, but weed just makes you chill and happy. Um, Why not? Yeah, yeah, I think it's interesting. It's legal here. I think it's, actually, it shouldn't be legal because then the prices will go up. <laughs> Keep fucking doing it illegally because that's just way cheaper. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's actually interesting. It's so, because when I was growing up. Back in my day. <laughs> back in my day. My parents engraved in me that weed is like, the, it, it might as well be the fucking heroin. Lettuce. The yeah. devil's <laughs> lettuce. That's what my grandpa calls yeah. it, you. I was like, don't but call I it that. down here and I see people just like smoking it and they're chill. And I've never seen any issues from, like, I, yeah, alcohol <laughs> definitely makes people way more different than than who they are than i get weed. sad like i'll cry <laughs> on alcohol yeah like it makes me sad like i don't know like so, depending on like the time like, it's a depressant yeah i've been definitely uh aggressive on alcohol back in like college when i would drink whiskey whiskey that whiskey's good though i yeah. like whiskey i drink tequila now actually i'm not drinking right now how long have you not been drinking two weeks that's a long time. Yeah. I think I went like four days. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, let's talk about that. Because you got caught up in like the party scene a little bit. Yeah. We both did. Yeah. Like, we were like going really out. bad. We were going out a lot. Yeah. Until like four in the morning. Ew. Yeah. <laughs> um, you kind of, you're not really partying too much right now. No, I, I haven't been doing anything. Like I haven't been to the club. Yeah. I don't know. Do you think it's, what, why do you think it is that, uh, I, I mean, I'm going to say it. I think. Being an alcoholic almost, not saying that you're an alcoholic or I'm an alcoholic, is, like, acceptable here. It is. I think everybody is uh, degenerate. Yeah. (laughs) Like, I feel like that's just the the scene. Like, that's L.A. Like, it's not even that. I feel like everybody in L.A. can just, like, hand, like, just likes to get fucked up. But, like, for me, I can't really do that because I don't do all the things that I need to do the next day. Right. Like, I, my mind isn't as creative. I'm just, like, and then I'm, like, trying to get cute to go out, like, wasting precious sleep time. And then 
Like, it's just not, it's not the vibe if you're, like, if it's uh, consuming your life, you know? It's crazy, because any night of the week, you can go to the club. You yeah, know? literally. Like you got Tuesdays at fucking Avenue, Wednesdays at Warwick, it's Thursdays ridiculous. at Animals. Place, Friday, Saturday, like, Sunday, day drink in Venice, you know? Like, it's insane how much, and how you can get sucked into it. It's so fast-paced, too, out here. There's Which I, I enjoy that. I enjoy yeah. the fast pace. But how how do you manage to, like... How did you manage to get yourself out of, like, being sucked into that? Um, like, did you wake up one day and you're like, fuck, I can't do this anymore? Like, Well, I think I a lot of it has to do with me being almost 25. Like, uh-huh. I've already done, like, the whole 21 right. and, like, be an idiot stage. But I think to get out of it, for me, I just realized, like, a lot of the people that I was, like, getting sucked in with, like, didn't really care. They do, like, they're good people, but, like... They don't really care like at what you're gonna do in your future. Like they don't right, right. they don't have your best interest at heart. They may they may do, but they don't think about it. You know, they right. put themselves first. Mm-hmm. And that's cool because that's what everyone does in LA. But like for me as being sensitive as I am, like I, I would rather like be around people who like enrich me in life and right. like who I can have like conversations with and like not get fucked up. Cause then I also realize like Going to the club, like I, you don't really talk to anybody. You're just sitting there. I feel like yeah. you're just standing there. Everyone's kind of dancing around. It's kind of weird. <laughs> like I think about it, sucks, and I'm just like, why am I here? Right. But like some people like that. Like well, yeah. Each his own, I guess. But for me, uh, it's definitely it like had its course. You are who you hang out with is yeah. a real thing, and like, yeah, like you got to realize there's a there's got to be a separation. Like some people out here you know, they got it. Like their parents have, mm-hmm. have made a good living and yeah. the kids are just, you know, living. Mm-hmm. And, but there's people like us where it's like, oh fuck, we got bills to pay. We yeah. got rent to pay. We got, we can't, we can't, you have to know what your lane is. You can't be like, oh, I want to party with this guy all the time. Cause he's partying, but he doesn't have bills. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, so you have to be able to like separate the two. And it's, I definitely, I, I have like groups of friends. I feel like I have my party friends I have my work friends. I have like mm-hmm. my, my fucking day one ride or die like homies. Yeah, I feel like we're the same in that because like we can just do whatever and fit into whatever like group, I guess. But mm-hmm. like for the partying, like I think it's better to do it in spurts anyways. Like yeah. everyone because it's like you get you don't drink all the time and then you go out and drink after not drinking for two weeks. You have a great fucking night. Right. It's like drinking for the first time again. Yeah. yeah. But like if you do it every weekend, it's like, what the it's fuck? Exhausting, yeah, yeah, it's exhausting. Um. What are some things that motivate you um, in in terms of, like, work and, and life? And is um, there a person? Is there things? My family and uh, now my followers because I they're so sweet. Like, the messages that I get. Like, the things that other people see in me, I wish I could see in myself sometimes. It's always a growing process. But I feel like I always want to make my family happy and proud of me. And I want to... You know, I want to, like, take care of them because, like, they did so much for me growing up mm-hmm. without having a mom. Like, everyone in my family that has was there for me when she wasn't kind of thing. And, like, yeah, fans and my friends. Like, I want to be a good example to people, and I want to help people. I just love – I don't know. I like, I'm, like, the friend that wants to, like, pay for everything, even <laughs> if they don't have money. I'm like, no, nah, I got it. <laughs> my bank account's, like, $100. <laughs> like, literally, I don't know why, but that's just me. Yeah. That makes me happy. So that motivates me. Yeah, it seems like you have, like, a really kind heart. Yeah. Why? Why, told. Guys, come on. Slide in her DMs. <laughs> Get this girl. <laughs> no. Pay for her things. No, I don't need any distractions. <laughs> <laughs> Please. Um, that's really awesome. What are some of your goals heading into 2020? Um, I want to call my family every day. Like, I want to stop using the word busy because uh, I yeah. feel like the word... Uh, I'm too busy. No, I'm not. I'm fucking an Instagram model. Like, what the <laughs> fuck? I have to post a picture of myself on a fucking, in LA, living my best life. Like, yes, I can answer the phone. So that's one of my goals, to talk to my family every day, especially my grandpa and my grandma. Um, another goal is to stop being so hard on myself and to save money and be better at that because <laughs> I'm not good at that. Yeah. Uh, that's definitely a difficult thing out here. And I think everything's relative, right? Like people are under the assumption that, you know, Instagram influencers and social media people make all this money, mm-hmm. which 
They do. They do make a good living. But also, cost of living out here is extremely high. You know, like rent and food. Yeah, Uber, whatever it is. Like, that's what I always tell people. It's like, yeah, like, I do do well. Um, (laughs) But, uh... (laughs) But also, everything out here is four times more expensive than where you live. So if you make 100 grand in Ohio, you have to make 400 grand in... In LA, like yeah. to be equivalent, you know what I'm saying? So it's 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 honestly it's very um, discouraging sometimes. <laughs> You're kind of like, what the fuck? Like, where'd all my money go? <laughs> 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 but like, it just makes sense. But like, also budgeting, like you can budget. Like, my apartment is too expensive, but like, mm-hmm. that's the price you gotta pay. Right. Like Steve Jobs, I like he said something how he would like eat ramen noodles for this song. He'd walk to and from work which was like this many miles i was like damn this ass can fucking right. do that like you don't have to fucking go out to dinner and catch every night you don't have to right. buy balenciagas and fucking whatever rolex watches like until you can't yeah, you know yeah. and i think when you moved out to la and you get all this money like you're like what like for me i went from making 30k a year to what i do now and i was like what <laughs> okay yeah. like then you're just kind of like throwing it out there mm-hmm. and it's just you can't do that yeah you can't get you gotta caught up because it. it's not forever no it's not like and this social media shit. looking like this isn't forever either so <laughs> i better step my game well up. yeah even uh elon musk he like I, I i listen to motivational videos and he was saying that he had the choice to rent an apartment or rent an office and he rented an office and him and his brother slept on the off in the office like on a bed, and he would code at night. And that's legendary. If his girlfriend wanted to sleep over, like she had to come to the office. That's hot. <laughs> yeah. But like, that's dope. And look at him now. He's fucking exactly. making a cyber truck. <laughs> literally. Like, I think for the last um, couple weeks, me and my roommates have been just literally eating cup of noodles. And, it, <laughs> and like, we were forced because we didn't save our money and we both stopped working for brand deals. But like, it made us think, like, yo, like, we're surviving perfectly fine yeah. and we look great <laughs> you're not every a cup day. of noodles is that ramen yeah you just like it's literally like in a cup and then you just pour the hot water in it and it takes like three minutes to make and it's 90 cents <laughs> <laughs> wait can't you just get ramen why do you have to get it in a cup i feel like that's like too much process. work yeah it already has everything I, in. i feel like a, uh that's like the college diet that's what i yeah the cup of noodles I had ramen. The ra- the, yeah, the ramen, top ramen or whatever. Yep. Yeah, but we, like, you don't want to, like, have to get out of the pan and, like, cook it and, like. I eh. did. I would just put, like, Chicken water. flavor in top. Well, that shit already is in the cup of noodles. That's fire. Yeah, that's good. Like, I could make really good ramen noodles if I tried, but, like, you know. That was what I had in college because we spent all our money on alcohol. Really? So what we would eat. Well, I had flex points, you know. Isn't it crazy that your alcohol and the food we spent all of our money on, just like we never get to see it again. I know, right? It's so annoying. Yeah, food is like definitely sucks to spend money on because you need it for survival and you just (laughs) shit it out. Yeah, and you don't want to drive anywhere in LA. So you're like, yeah, I'll spend $50 on On one acai bowl. Like. I eat, I don't even get full after an acai bowl. I'm so hungry. Like what the, the hell only is reason this? I don't like eating the ramen noodles is because there's uh, high sodium content in them. Yeah, well, but they're fire. We're not you and here. Trisha, we're not should, here for a long time. We're here for a good time. <laughs> you and Trisha should uh, hang out. She like ramen noodles. She she likes spicy noodles. Do you like spicy? I like. It depends. She eats these ones that are like super spicy. Really? Yeah. See, it depends on how spicy it is. Like, I'm okay. Maybe mild is good for me. <laughs> Just a little bit. <laughs> but a uh, cup of noodles aside and, you know, <laughs> whatever. Uh, what are some of the most luxurious or dopest experiences you've had with your life in the last year out in Los Angeles? Not, it doesn't have to be in LA, but what is what <laughs> has been a cool thing you've done? The first time that leaving Florida, I got picked up on Dan Bilzerian's private jet. Oh, shit. <laughs> and it was so cool because they were, like, smoking weed on it and <laughs> shit. And I was like, whoa. <laughs> and it was cool. And then also going to his house and then. His house is insane. Yeah. It's honestly, like, it's just, it's kind of, I lived there for a month and I was like, what do I do? What do you mean? <laughs> I can go bowling round, right downstairs. <laughs> like, what the hell? Like, it's too big. But that's, I feel like that's the most, like luxurious thing like yeah i've been to parties but like Mm -hmm. i actually lived in this house for a month and i was like had these people making me breakfast every morning i was like do you guys ever like it's okay let me make my own breakfast but like yeah it was cool but like i don't know i'm so used to doing things myself so i feel like that was right that's pretty 
his lifestyle is insane. Like yeah. he has employee. Like when I, I saw his house being built, and I saw it being built, and I asked my friend, I'm like, "Yo, what business is going in there?" It, his house is like a fucking business center. Yeah, it looks like a hotel. Almost. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, he's like, "Oh, that's Dan Bilzerian's house." I'm like, "What?" He he doesn't <laughs> even really like like his LA house that much because he likes his Vegas house, which is way more dope. It has like turtles, trampolines, like paintball course, like everything in there. Like that's a cool house, and like it's more homey. His L.A. house, like you said, is business Business, yeah. And it's just, it's, like, too nice. Like, I'm afraid to, like, touch anything. I might break it. I know. And he had I've already breaking so many things in his house, and I've has- crashed his car. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not allowed to touch anything. Wait, you crashed his car? <laughs> yeah. Oh. His Range Rover. Oh, my God. Uh, I, like, was parking, and, like, this little, I thought the tight was, I thought the the spot was going to be not be as tight as it was, and I hit the other side of the car next to me. Yeah. Oh, man. That was fun. Damn. <laughs> he forgave me. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's actually, it's really interesting the way, like, he has a, he's, he's built the house, which many, you know, people of his caliber have out here, like the Jenners and whatnot. It's built so you don't have to leave. You know, yeah. like, there's a gym, there's a pool, there's a spa, there's cooks, there's, what else? There's fucking probably an arcade or some shit. Yeah, anything you... Bowling alley. Bowling alley. (laughs) Yeah, there is an arcade, and there's um, a smoke room. (laughs) Uh, There's a hammock. (laughs) And inside of his house. Inside of his house. I mean, it's pretty cool, but, like, honestly, I don't know. It's nice, but I couldn't live there by myself. That would just be scary. Yeah. (laughs) Like, there's monsters everywhere. uh, He throws some pretty fucking badass parties, too. Yeah. Guys Um, love... I can't believe, like, you were there, because, like, I didn't think guys were allowed at his party, so when I saw you, I was like, what? Well, I know Eli. Eli got me in. Oh, Eli. Yeah, it was crazy. We've talked... We talked about it on the podcast right after. There was, like, probably, like, a thousand or so girls and, like, a hundred guys. Really? Oh, my God. That party you were was pretty nuts. slammed at that party. I was wasted. <laughs> My name was Jessica Rabbit. That wasn't Katie. That was Jessica. <laughs> <laughs> Your alter ego. Yeah. So when I have Trisha on here, we have we like to have thought provoking questions where I Google some questions and then we dive into it. Let's go. So I've I've got a list of Google questions, and I just typed in questions to ask a girl. Oh God. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> This could be cool. This could be fun. It could uh, be really bad. <laughs> we'll, 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 we'll rapid fire a few of these. What is the most unusual fear you have? I feel like I'm scared of commitment. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like we all are. Next. <laughs> what is your favorite TV show? Um, The Office. The most ridiculous argument you've ever had. Um, when I like lost, when I thought someone stole something of mine, but I had it the whole time. <laughs> what do you wish people would stop asking you? Uh, are your boobs real or fake? <laughs> <laughs> What's the biggest lesson life has taught you? Um, it's better to leave things unsaid, left unsaid sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> what is increasingly becoming socially acceptable? Um... Being an idiot. <laughs> Just kidding. Puffing. Really? Puffing. Puffing and jeweling. I thought people were dying from that. Oh, so that's not socially acceptable. <laughs> What's the... Oh, this is a good one, actually, for me to, to understand. What's the worst and best thing about being a female? The worst thing about being a female is that um, going into a room, guys automatically just think, sex. <laughs> <laughs> and the best thing about being a female is that you can just make them think... Most guys are stupid that you can play. They think that you're dumb, but really you're smart. So, because they're always thinking with their dick, not their head. So it's like you can reverse psychology. Then. Oh, is that how we think? I don't. No, I'm just kidding. But also, the best thing about being a female as well is that we can have babies. That's beautiful. Yeah, I'm, I will let you have the babies. I don't. I don't want. Babies, I think that would be the worst thing about being the female. <laughs> <laughs> um, what is something a guy would do, like, or maybe maybe has done that's creeped you out? <laughs> like what's give me a give me a very uncomfortable situation story that you've been through with a guy uh there's a lot <laughs> um i love these i, I feel like because dudes are weird man <laughs> dude besides like asking for pictures of my feet or stuff what? yeah like that stuff i feel like is pretty normal for girls on the internet with clout these days <laughs> 
they want pictures of their feet. But other than that, guys like just like creepily like coming up to you and like grabbing you and like that, that happens. Shit. Yeah, that, that happens all the time. I'll knock them out. What? If I have to. Here's what, I don't understand how guys have the audacity to just go up and like put their hands on a girl. Like I can't believe that that's a real thing, dude. Or like when the guys don't like get the hint that you're just friends. That's another one. Like, like where it's like they example. ruin your friendship. Like. This oh, they kid, make a move on you? Yeah, this kid once, like, he's probably watching this. Like, he's literally <laughs> fucking crazy. <laughs> but, like, I was, like, I'm so, like, I said back to when I said I was too nice. Like, I don't know. Like, when you, you know when you move to L.A. and you're still kind of trying to find out who your friends are? <laughs> and you hang out with those people and you're, like, you kind of stop talking to them. But, like, I feel like one time, like, we were just hanging out. We went smoking and he just, like, brought his backpack. And, like, he's, like, he was going to get an Uber from my house, like, after we hiked. And he just, like, wasn't leaving. So he slept over? No. I told him he had to leave. And, like, I literally, like, had to, like, convince him why he had to leave and why we couldn't just sit there. Because he kept going like this, like this. And then he went like this to come play next to him. And I was, like, this is why I can't have guy friends. (laughs) Like, you just can't. That's one thing that I think is cool about L.A. more so. I feel like, I don't know, I was that, that guy in Ohio, right? Like. You hang out with a girl and you like want to hook up or whatever. Yeah, but you know you can get a hint. Like you can feel yeah. if it's a vibe. If she wants it, she's gonna like you'll know. I think yeah. In LA, I have so many friends that are girls that I've literally like that's what they are. You like know? if I'm calling you bro, like yeah. you're a bro. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> and I think that's really cool out here. There's like a lot of y- the assumption that you're like fucking isn't really a thing. Everyone like, thinks that they ship us on my Instagram, by the way. Yeah. Oh, me and you? Yeah, they oh, ship yeah. us. <laughs> I think we're fucking. Oh, I, I have a few comments in uh in the vlog that I had you in. Do they ship us? Yeah, they ship us. They're cute. What would our ship name be? Um, Matey Bell. Matey. Matey Bell. Matey Bell. Ew, or it could be. Or it could just be Marky because your ends in oh, Katie. Oh, yeah, Marky. 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 Matey Bell. Matey Kel. Well, guys, uh. Thanks for coming on. I feel like I got to know a little bit more about you. We haven't Thank had, you. like, a real conversation about, like, life. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> now we are. Find the camera. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode of Living Large. It felt good to get to get back into the interview. Uh, drop a like. Drop a comment. Give Katie a follow. Thank she you. really needs it. <laughs> I really do, guys. Thank you for having me. And we will see you guys next week on probably the, the Tooman Show. I'll try to have. Yeah, we'll see. Bye. Bye. Bye.